0: Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today and become a member. Immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o c-o and be sure to add our podcast in the how did you hear about Podgo's section of the application?
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Makes, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And on this episode, we are getting back, back to basics, back to the draft profile series. Uh, Today we'll be talking about Devontae Smith, wide receiver out of Alabama. Uh, A lot of people think he could be the first receiver off the board. Not sure if he'll drop to the Panthers, but, you know, this is a guy that'll be drafted in that top 10 range, so we figured we needed to talk about him.
0: Yeah, I mean, with... My brain just stopped. DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson's contract up next year. You Uh know, they're going to have to either sign them both to big contracts or they're going to have to go find somebody else. I don't think David Moore is going to be able to step up and become a starter. No, no. So that's kind of why I wanted to put Devontae Smith and Jamar Chase on our radar. Just because there is potential, especially... Now with what's going on in the draft after a couple trades.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we'll go ahead and get right into that. Uh, We'll we'll be talking about Devontae Smith in a bit. But uh, big news in the NFL happened over the last few days. um, And it definitely affects the Panthers and not in a positive way, guys. Uh, First, we have a series of trades that have happened here. Um, Mm -hmm. Long story short, the San Francisco 49ers have traded up to number three uh, from Miami who initially got that pick from the Texans. Texans just, you know, their, their amazing moves reverberate through history. You know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully but, they'll make another one eventually. Right. Us.
1: So Miami trades number three overall to San Francisco for the number 12 pick, the 2022 first round pick, 2022 third round pick, and a 2023 first round pick. So, long, mm-hmm. you know, the gist of this is San Francisco... Has made no qualms about the fact that they are going. They want a quarterback, right? Yep. They've been shopping Garoppolo, even though they say they're not. They have been, and they they've wanted to upgrade for a while. Yep. So it looks like they are going to get their man at number three.
0: So for two first and a third, uh, and that includes swapping picks. Too. Yeah, yeah.
1: technically, yeah. Swap they swapped their first round picks. Yep. So
0: good deal for Miami great deal for miami i mean i yeah. think that's a great move especially if they believe in tua which i mean after one year i don't see he didn't right. do anything that presents that looks like he's awful yeah
1: so now this is a great deal for miami and and this is an organization that has you know just been they've been they've rebuilt the right way yeah and now they've they're just collecting first round picks and they're gonna be good for years to come um Next, a little while later, uh, Miami actually traded back up to the sixth pick from Philadelphia. They gave one of those first round picks, I think in 2022, back to, to Philly. Um, so they traded up from 12 to 6. Now, I don't know that this one affects the Panthers negatively. No. In fact, it may affect the Panthers a little bit positively because it takes a potential QB drafting team out from ahead of them. Um, because you know, you never know what Philly was going to do. They seem set on hurts, but you know, if Justin Fields dropped to six or something, you never know, they easily could have drafted him. So this I think is, is a move that the Panthers should be aware of, but probably not one that's going to change what they do at eight.
0: No, not at all. And you got to think now that the top three teams are going to pick quarterbacks. You have yeah, sounds like the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence. That's a no brainer. Right. Now, the Jets are rumored to be dealing Sam Darnold to the Broncos. So, so that's going to mean that they're most definitely probably going to pick a quarterback. And what all indication shows is, you know, I can't think today, guys. I'm sorry. That <laughs> Wilson. Wilson, yeah. <laughs> and then that leaves. That you leaves know, Lance. San and Fran. Fields. Lance and Fields. And yep. then you got. Atlanta supposedly is gonna draft one too. I don't understand that with Matt Ryan there in that contract, but they might be doing that too. Yeah,
1: potentially. I mean, so the Atlanta thing is interesting. I think it makes more sense for Atlanta if it's Lance, where you know you can sit. You know, you know Lance Mm -hmm. probably needs to sit for a year. Um, Arthur really fields too. I think would probably benefit. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, they just extended Ryan's contract. Of course, we know that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to keep him long-term, but it sounds like, from what some of these analysts are saying, is an Atlanta trade with Carolina up to the four spot is probably not going to happen.
0: No. I mean, within the division, it's yeah. most likely. So they may trade out, but who's going to trade in with them? Yeah. I mean...
1: It could be in New England, you know. New could, in- could want... A quarterback if Denver doesn't trade for Darnold that's a possibility you know I mean there, there's a lot of possibilities for it it yep. sounds like to me though I'm thinking if Atlanta doesn't take a quarterback then I think Carolina has to get on the phone with Cincy at five and make that move if they if they want a quarterback
0: yeah jump ahead of Miami so they don't yeah. make another deal jump of right. whoever else is calling Cincy I mean that's that's what's going to happen yeah yeah. I mean, and that's if atlanta stays there atlanta may purposely trade back just so carolina can't grab one of these quarterbacks too
1: that's you know if, if atlanta's not you know in love with one of these players which who knows i mean if Panay Sewell drops to them then that to me seems like a no-brainer pick for yeah. atlanta uh or kyle pitts or someone like that that's gonna make their offense dynamic even more dynamic you know you never know but uh I, it wouldn't surprise me, just given the, this division, kind of how nasty it's been in the past, with you know some moves made. You know, particularly I'm thinking the Saints, but uh, yeah, it could happen. So not good news for the Panthers um, with this Deshaun Watson stuff happening. Now it seems like at best the Panthers may get the fourth quarterback drafted mm-hmm. in this draft. To me, like fans get ready for Teddy Bridgewater 2.0 here because I think that that's what we're going to get.
0: I do too. Uh, and here's the thing is, I don't want to see it, but I think that's what's going to happen. And if yeah. that's... And what's worse is I also think the team's going to be improved and they're kind of probably get a, another six, seven wins and be drafting around 14, 13. So, yeah, at least.
1: yeah. I mean, because here's yeah. the deal, you know, Teddy... It, it, everything's gonna be better this year for teddy he's gonna mm-hmm. have the offseason he could have christian mccaffrey back they're gonna improve the offensive line maybe they even yeah,
0: wait 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 wait. i've I'm seen saying... what they've been doing in the offseason on the offensive line i am not sure it's gonna be better
1: i don't know if it's worse though
0: <laughs> and i i do i mean right now we have no left tackle at all well we didn't really have that much
1: of a left tackle anyway you know i mean akung only played like six games so you know we we The Panthers have an opportunity if they don't draft a quarterback to get a pretty high-end offensive tackle here in the first round, whether it's Panay Sewell or Slater. So, you know, that could happen. In which case, Teddy's going to be more protected. Teddy might be good enough to get these guys, you know, at 8-8, and and then we're really kind of (laughs) screwed quarterback-wise. Yeah, and
0: that's exactly what I'm afraid of.
1: Yeah. (sighs) Ugh. This is I'm why kinda, you and I were like, "Why are they taking? Why are they signing Teddy Bridgewater? Like, if you want,
0: yes, to
1: to rebuild, I liked,
0: yeah, I like the signing." But you and I had this discussion last offseason yeah. where, like, don't sign him if you're if we're in a full rebuild. Let's let's tank and get Lawrence, and then we can really have a nice rebuild. Yeah,
1: and that you know that one, just like Elena was saying last week. And guys, if you haven't listened to the Elena Getzenberg podcast, check it out. It's really good. She's awesome. Yeah. Um, like she was saying last week, that win against Washington yeah. at the end of the season last year, it's so bad now. I mean, I, we would be in that Atlanta spot. We'd be right there.
0: We'd be three. I think that's where we would have been.
1: We'd have, either would have been three or four. I'm not sure which so, one, but yeah. Yeah. It would I think I'm, we would have been three. Yeah.
0: I really hope Matt Rule was early because that was all <laughs>
1: It was there for us. It was there for us. Just play Matt Greer or something. All right. What else we got, Jerry?
0: I think we're going to go straight into some draft profiles because we got a lot of them to come up in the next two weeks because then the draft is about to happen. All
1: right. Well, let's just go straight into it. Uh, We're going to talk Devontae Smith today out of Alabama.
0: Devontae Smith was a five-star recruit and the number three receiver coming out of high school – But like a lot of top-tier talent that goes to Alabama, he had to wait in line for his chance, sitting behind Calvin Ridley, Henry Ruggs, and Jerry Judy. Even though he wasn't the focal point of the offense, Devontae was impressive in his sophomore and junior season. In his senior year, when he was the focal point, he was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Was the first receiver to win the Heisman Trophy since 1991. He also dominated in the national title game to help the Crimson Tide win another national title. I know I was not that big on him until that title game. It, it was literally him dominating that game. I was just like, oh, my gosh. I have, I have not seen a receiver really dominate a game that way.
1: Yeah, these Alabama receivers, man, like that, that's a that's a <laughs> factory right there. Um, yeah. So Devonta Smith, he's not a huge guy. Six one one seventy five. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, he's, he's probably average height in terms of NFL wide receivers. Um, But like you said, that 2020 season, 117 receptions, 1,856 yards, 23 touchdowns. Uh, I believe he also had a rushing touchdown. So 24 total touchdowns. Incredible season. Just, I mean, dominate, dominate. 2019, 68 catches, 1,256 yards, 14 touchdowns. And I think that Jerry Judy was on that team. So that was the main receiver there. And then, like you said, his first couple of seasons, not a ton of uh, play out there. So, pros and cons. Pro. I mean, there's a lot of pros here, guys. Great route runner. (laughs) He's explosive, uh, especially out of breaks. Quick release off the line. He high points the ball well. Goes up and gets it. He's got great hands. He's got great instincts. Uh, Amazing run after the catch. He wins the majority of 50-50 balls big playability this is i mean think i i saw a player comparison for him was antonio brown at, at his best yeah i mean that's it doesn't get much better than that marvin harrison was another player comp to him i mean these are all time receivers
0: yeah i just watch his tape man he is yeah. phenomenal yeah. uh there are some cons the main one is he's smaller in size again at 6'1, 175. I mean, DJ Moore is six foot, like 220, 215. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so he's smaller and bigger, and he's still a small receiver. So you got to worry about the his, his size and frame, and he doesn't have that top end speed to blow the roof <laughs> off. He's just that great route runner, finds us off spots, and he makes the plays. I mean, and honestly, these when are, you... go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Well, I was just going to say, when you think of the best receivers,
0: mm-hmm.
1: rarely are they track stars, no. right? They're just guys with great hands, smart players that win the matchups. Yeah. And thats I think that's what he's going to be.
0: Yeah. I mean, Jerry Rice was never the top-tier speedster. Yeah. He was just right. great at route running and being smart yep. on the plays.
1: Yep. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, that smaller size and frame – you know Steve Smith was a pretty small guy and was pretty dominant you know and and he's 4 inches smaller than this than Devonte Smith so uh,
0: the height is not the problem I see with him I think that just bulk of 170 I mean
1: yeah he's slight uh, but he should be able to put on some muscle I mean they'll get him in the training rooms and and bulk him up mhm you know he'll he'll whatever team he lands on those veteran receivers will get a hold of him um but yeah I mean I don't really know even what else to say about him. You said everything when you talked about that. Just go back and watch his highlights from the national championship game. Just one game. Just one game. Yeah, that's all. It's really all you need to do. (laughs) If that, I came. I think before that game, actually, I don't know that he was considered a no-brainer top ten pick. From what I I I from what I remember. And I think I tweeted out after that game, all right, this this is the number one receiver off the board. No question. And he's incredible.
0: I mean, this this was his national title game. 12 receptions, 215 yards, and three touchdowns.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of that was early, too.
0: Yeah, he was, because it was yeah. a blowout, so I think they kind of sat him.
1: Yeah. I don't know that he played much in the second half, but... Yeah, I re- I remember like at halftime or something he had close to 200 yards if not more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he, he was he's just incredible. Um, As
0: someone who hates Alabama and Nick Saban, mm-hmm. watching that, I was just amazed at him. Amazed at his talent.
1: Yeah. Let's let's go through our, our standard questions here. Mm-hmm. All right. Does this player fit the current roster? He does. Yeah. Uh, it's not our most pressing need. But he would, he would be the best receiver on the team. I think.
0: I don't know. I think DJ Moore still has that. But well, he would. Right. It would I'm looking be... like
1: looking like three years down the road.
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah. Because I think that great route runner is something that we really don't have on this team. Yeah. I think Robbie Anderson could go deep, and I think DJ Moore has that knack for breaking tackles and stuff like that. But a great route runner.
1: Yeah.
0: And that would be him.
1: Yeah, I think it would at least give the Panthers options when it comes next year and it's time to mm-hmm. re-up those contracts. You know, you, you choose DJ Moore or, uh, you know, I think DJ Moore you choose and you let Robbie Anderson walk. <clears throat> and that get, at least gives you Panthers options. Um, will this player fall to the Panthers at eight? I think he will. I, I don't know
0: see i think jamar chase might be the first one off
1: he could be i think both of them could actually go before eight.
0: Oh, that would be awesome because we know that means they're probably a quarterback falling to us
1: yeah potentially um i mean i could easily see if cincinnati stays at five them mm-hmm. taking a receiver of course miami taking a receiver yeah even De- detroit i mean even detroit could take a receiver they lost holiday so and marvin and Jones. marvin so, Jones. so, they, so yeah, they, they need a receiver no yeah, so uh, I could easily see that, and this is a good, you know, potentially good option for pick- for the Panthers. Um, if that happens, uh, would you be excited to draft this player? Yes or no?
0: Yes, in the fact that I think he is going to be a great NFL receiver.
1: Yeah. Again, we talked about it's not a need for the pan, not a, it- not an incredible need at this year for the Panthers. Um, but yeah. yeah, I'd be I'd be excited. I mean, if you're looking long term then it would be a good good pick. Uh, where does he fall on the big board? And Jerry, we're going to have to talk about this big board.
0: Yes, absolutely. We are actually <laughs> discussing this because with circumstances after free agency, we do have to mix it up a little bit just because there are some positions that have been quote-unquote filled.
1: Yeah, um, and I think we also have maybe a little more information about some guys that we may not have had uh, when we initially went through this. So let's just look at the big board right now. We've got Panay Sewell, number one overall. I think I'm still fine with that. Yeah, me too. Um, this These next two here, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson. Uh, We've got Justin Fields, two, Zach Wilson, three. I think for me, I'd flip those. I'd go Wilson above Fields.
0: And I, I would stay the same. I don't like that okay. off field of Zach Wilson. So let's but, read
1: these. Yeah, let's read these last these ones here in order. So we have Fields at two, Zach Wilson at three, Micah Parsons at four, Trey Lance at five, Patrick Sertain at six, Kyle Pitts at seven. Uh, I mean, other than uh, which ones do you think that we should?
0: I think Makai Parsons at this point would fall just because of the signing of Perryman. It feels Feels like we have that linebacker core not solidified, solidified, but it feels like it's pretty solid where they're not going to jump up and grab Micah mm-hmm. Parsons right now. Because uh, you got Shaq on that big deal. You got Perryman just signed. And then you have mm-hmm. Jermaine Carter coming off that good seat towards the end of the season. Right. I just don't see them grabbing Parsons at that point. It does. And it's no, I agree. Is it,
1: right. Yeah. Yep. I agree. And, and, and again, this is. Not the players that we think are the best. These are the guys that we think yeah. we would as Panthers fans want to see drafted. <laughs> yes. Right. Correct. So um okay, so you drop Micah Parsons, you move Trey Lance up, I would assume.
0: I would I would drop Micah Parsons almost down past Kyle Pitt. I know. Crazy, but just yeah. because of the way this roster is shaping up right now.
1: Yeah. Okay. So just move everyone else up, essentially. Yeah. Um Yeah, I still think Kyle Pitts, to me, would be higher than uh, Patrick Sertain. Um, I mean, I've seen some mocks where that he's going, like, third. Uh, This was before the trade, but where he was going to Miami at three. People love him. Um, So where does Devontae Smith fit? Uh, Again, not a massive need. I'm assuming he'll be above Michael Parsons. I'm assuming for you he'll be above Kyle Pitts.
0: And that's probably where I'd put him above (laughs) Kyle Pitts. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I think Kyle Pitts could be a really good tight end. It's just I don't I don't trust tight ends in the first round. I trust receivers way more. I know you say that. What's the difference? But
1: Well, I think with Kyle Pitts it's a legitimate question because I think he you know, a lot of folks are saying he's the best receiver in the draft. He just happens to have a tight end body, which to me it sounds amazing and is like the best of every world that you could hope for. Um Okay, so we're going to do Penesal 1. We're going to leave Justin Fields at 2. And I think I'm okay with that because we're not drafting Zach Wilson. He's not falling to us. Um, So we leave Justin Fields at 2, Zach Wilson 3. Trey Lance will now be 4. Patrick Sertain will be 5, right? Yeah. Patrick Sertain 5. Devontae Smith will be 6. Kyle Pitts will remain at 7. And then Micah Parsons will fall all the way to eight. As Jerry does this in real time.
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, Smith at, or Kyle Pitts and then Devontae Smith and then Micah Parsons.
1: Oh, you're putting... Okay. That's fine. You're going to put Devontae out below Kyle Pitts. I'd Kyle Pitts you, moving sir. up. Moving up the rankings here. Yeah.
0: Um <sighs> that's tough.
1: I know. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, would I be excited if they drafted Michael Parsons? Of
0: oh, course. absolutely. We of we would be both cheering. <laughs> yeah. So, uh
1: honestly, any of the guys we've talked about so far, I would be thrilled because I think I still have my reservations about great.
0: Kyle Pitts, but everything else, yes, absolutely.
1: Kyle Pitts. I did a mock draft today where I took Kyle Pitts at 8. Mhm. And every the whole rest of the draft was just amazing and Feels like that that was a uh, just the smartest thing that I could have done at that spot. All the quarterbacks were already gone.
0: I was gonna say, what quarterback (laughs) were we gonna draft at that point?
1: I think Kellen Mond. I took Kellen Mond like in the (laughs) third round. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, All right. Well, I oh hey Jerry, I want to do a little game with you. Sure. Okay. Have you heard of the website Cameo? Yes. Okay, so for the listeners out there, Cameo, it's an app or a website. Uh, You go on to there and celebrities, some quote-unquote celebrities, uh, athletes, reality stars, Mm -hmm. people like that, they basically charge to send video messages or text messages in some cases, but video messages to you, personalized, you know, happy anniversary, happy birthday, Good luck on the job interview. Stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Usually between a minute and two minutes, um, and they can charge different prices. So depending
0: on their celebrity and. They yeah know.
1: they they set their own price, which I think is the funniest thing. So they set their own price, and I think it's fun to kind of try to figure out where what price would some Panthers players.
0: Oh man, I've looked at some in the past too. I don't remember any, but that's okay. It's, it's probably been a while for you we'll do former Panth-
1: some po- former Panthers players and some current Panthers players all right okay uh, so we'll, we'll start off with an easy one here well maybe not an easy one but we'll kind of get the the uh, ball stall- rolling here with Steve Smith so Steve Smith let me see he is active and he has a DM price and uh, i'll say his dm price 99 cents okay but his video price much higher than that what do you 250 think? no that is way too much <laughs> 119 dollars 99 so you have to pay steve smith 120 dollars for like a two minute
0: mm-hmm. video yep
1: and here's a little
0: ethan what's going on no This is not an April Fool's joke. Happy birthday. Here you're turning six, but you look like you're like 12. So I need a birth certificate certification. Heard that you love, love football. And uh, you enjoy, you know, a little bit of wide receiver love and running back.
1: So that's a little bit of what you get. I feel like he was personally attacking me by calling me, you know, six. Happy or- birthday, Jerry. You six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's number one here. Let's do it. I'm just searching Carolina Panthers. All right. How about we'll do a current Carolina Panther, Christian Miller. Okay. Uh did not dollars last year. That's pretty close. $30. i am mm-hmm. uh, sorry. Actually, $22.99. So $23. That's an odd price. That's an odd uh, price. Yeah an odd price all right how about uh jonathan stewart former panther great jonathan i'm gonna stewart. say
0: 75
1: 189 dollars he is 60 dollars more expensive than steve smith okay yeah uh That's let's expensive. go with a little pricey a personal favorite of yours and mine someone that we were very excited about this year corn elder is on cameo what do you think corn elder would charge for a video message 35 55 dollars from the corn that seems a little high to me yeah me too uh let's go we'll do a couple more of these uh oh i'll save him for last how about brandon Zilstra? brandon Zilstra is on cameo 20 dollars 31 dollars okay is that too high would you pay thirty one dollars no, a hear from Brandon? That's definitely show.
0: way too high. But I'm I'm not big into those whole like <clears throat> trying to like get autographs or something like that either. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Don't I get me you. right wrong, I have a Luke Keekly jersey downstairs that's signed, which is awesome, and a K K-1 short football. But I don't I don't know, that just feels weird. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Alright, we're gonna we're gonna do two more. Um
0: well, I want I wanna ask a question once you're done with this one. Who, what is panther is the cheapest
1: okay let me do these two and then okay. i'll tell you um in fact okay i'll do the one of the i'll do the one of the cheaper ones here uh actually no i'll save this for last <laughs> all right so uh jeremy chin what do you think jeremy chin charges 55 $80 for jeremy i figured
0: chin. he was going to be up there especially as yeah. his uh, popularity is growing
1: how about Rasul Douglas? No longer a Carolina Panther. I don't 40, know if he's been signed or not.
0: Forty. I don't believe he's been signed yet.
1: One hundred and ten dollars for Rasul Douglas. That's high, right? That's very That's high. That's real high. All right. Here's the cheapest Carolina Panther. Tamaric Hemingway. Mm hmm. Is 15- he still on the roster? Ninety nine. <laughs> is he still on the roster? He's uh. He is not on the roster anymore, but he is listed in the Carolina Panthers. And this is I like guess former or current Carolina yeah, Panthers.
0: Yeah, I, I get it. They in tag terms of like with Carolina like, Panthers.
1: Yeah. Um let's see. Andre Smith Jr., twenty ninety nine. Uh Troy Pride is twenty five ninety nine. So those are probably the cheaper ones there. Quinn Blanding, twenty
0: ninety nine. So Listeners of Meow Mix podcast, if we have a Quinn Blanding or one of those like saying you're listening to Meow Mix podcast, you know where we got it from.
1: And would you know who it is? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is it's kind of fun just to go in here and see what people are charging.
0: Oh, yeah, it is. It is such a cool like you'll kind of deep dive into it. I know I did when I found out about it. I was like, oh, my. This person actually does this, and then you know.
1: Let's do a couple of just random ones here. Uh, how, how much do you think Alfonso Riviera, uh, the Riviera, uh, the Carlton from yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel Air? How much do you think he charges?
0: Two hundred and twenty-five dollars.
1: Three hundred dollars. How about Sting, the wrestler Sting?
0: Two hundred dollars.
1: Six hundred dollars, Jerry. $600.
0: I thought like 350 was close to the top end, okay.
1: He has one 5-star review. So I don't know if if anyone's actually buying that. Here's an interesting one. You know, have, are you familiar with the Harry Potter franchise? Yes. Okay. Are you familiar with the guy who played Draco Malfoy? Mhm.
0: Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. His name is Tom Felton. How much do you think Tom Felton charges? for a cameo $400? $600 crazy $600 anyway that's it that's what we're gonna oh how about LeVar Ball father of LaMelo
0: 400 he's probably thinks he's so expensive and former Carolina Panthers there
1: you go former Carolina Panther (laughs) LeVar Ball (laughs) Uh, he is a bargain at one hundred and forty dollars.
0: Yeah, I still wouldn't pay so, cl- any. <laughs> I, you, he could have been ten dollars, and I wouldn't pay that.
1: He has four hundred and five five star reviews. Oof. Man, All you know right. some people. The guy from the office, uh, the guy that plays Kevin from the office. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much he charges, but that's where he makes he makes hundreds of thousands of dollars a year doing this.
0: Huh. Good for I him. Mean,
1: yeah, yeah. Maybe one day, Jerry.
0: Maybe. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Meow Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmakespodcast.com. If you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. Our next draft profile will be Caleb Farley this week. We will also be going into the later rounds in the second and third and even late. So if you want us to touch on somebody... That sounded really weird. I didn't mean to say it. If you want us to discuss on a later round person, email us to the mailbag at meonbikespodcast
1: Yeah, we're not going to go nearly as in depth as we are on these no. first round guys, uh, but we will. You know, we'll have some work, some thoughts on uh, several guys in the later rounds. Uh, but yeah, until uh, until le- later this week, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding. <laughs>